Hey guys, and welcome back to episode 11 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Today's episode topic is should you ditch the bar for a bar? And if your mind just went to the wine bar, fair. But for today, we are talking about the fitness. I am an advocate of movement, period. If you are getting your heart rate up and you are moving your body in a healthy way, then I am overall a fan. If you are listening to this and you are someone who just went from no movement to bar twice a week or to a 20-minute walk or maybe a jog once a week, please, for the love of God, take at least this one snippet of info from this episode. Keep going. Keep moving. Keep working towards a healthier you. But also, please be willing to give everything a solid try. Not one class and done, unless the teacher like really itches you the wrong way or smells or something weird. (laughs) Not a, and I quote, I read that this isn't good for mid-age women weight loss, so I'm a no-go. Give it a solid try before you start making other accusations. Movement mixed with diet that sure as shit includes protein can change your life. It can make you a person who can't get up and down off the floor to play with a dog or even a grandchild to someone who is then capable of doing such things. I've seen it firsthand, and it is the most magical service I can do within my profession. I do truly believe there is a time and place to grow, to move from one form of movement to another. There's a right time to try something that might have scared you 10 years ago. And that's why I'm here to talk about Z compound movements today. So if you have been doing Pure Bar and Orange Theory for years, this episode is for you. If you are afraid of lifting weights, this episode is for you. If you've never been into fitness and you want to, this episode is for you. So my lovelies, go grab your favorite cup of joe or something nice and warm, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. Okay, for the first time ever, I get to mention a sponsor, which I am truly so freaking stoked about. They are local to the 757, which is where I am located, if you are not aware, Norfolk, Virginia. And the route I plan to grow any plus all sponsors in the future. If you follow one publication for local news, events, and culture, you should make it NFK. Their weekly newsletter comes full of the latest and greatest from across the region, making it the best way to stay in the know. 
If you're looking for reasons to get out of your house, check out the NFK Daily Events Rundown. Every morning, they're posting events from across the city. Gallery openings, free yoga sessions, they are a big STL fan, which I obviously love, and food truck sightings to keep your nice yummy tummies full. Basically, you name it, they're covering it. Check them out on Instagram at nfk.va and give them a follow. Oh, and right now, when you sign up for their newsletter, you'll get a free sticker so you can rip the city. You can find their deets via their gram bio link. So go show them some love and support local, my lovelies. Okay, now back to the fitness goodness. I think it is important to again understand that I am a fan of movement. We are about to dive into why I am a fan of some movements more than others, but I just want to clarify that I am a big fan of movement. Motion is lotion. I know I already said this, but I'm going to use it again. If you are going to take anything from this episode, let it be that. Motion is lotion. Now, I also understand that working out alone can be a damn struggle. That is the main reason why people go to any form of a group fitness class, from Zumba to CrossFit and Run Club to yoga. We either do not know what to do and or we lack the motivation to really give it our all when we're by ourselves. I truly do understand the struggle. I work out by myself almost all the damn time. I sometimes struggle when it comes to pushing myself to run a little faster, to hit bigger sets with a lift, or to just not stare at the rig instead of jumping up for some pull-ups. So if you love the group workouts for more of the mental piece of the puzzle, Please note that I truly do feel ya. For the purpose of today's episode, I am going to primarily cover different workout regimens in regards to compound movements. Let's therefore start out by defining what the heck is a compound movement. Compound exercises are exercises that work multiple muscle groups at the same time. For example, a squat is a compound exercise that works your quadriceps, glutes, calves, and if you're actually bracing how you should be, it'll also work your abs and shoulders and other things because they are just freaking on. The main reason why I'm a fan of compound movements is because they activate everything. They can be used with no weight or with a shit ton of weight. And we are talking about movements that you use in your day-to-day life. All compound movements fall into the category of the five foundational movements. However, another two or so have been added in, so you might see more than five if you do a good old Google search. Anyway, your programming, no matter if you are in a group fitness class or if you are Olympic lifting, should include squat, hinge, push, pull, and carry. If your programming does not include all of these things, I recommend you first ask your coach why. 
If they do not give you a solid AF answer, then I strongly consider you move on to the next form of fitness. Now, before I continue, you might be like, Danielle, yoga does not include all these things. And I would say you are 150,000% correct, which is why I recommend you include other forms of movement in your workout routines. Even as I guide the yogis through teacher training, I add in a strength off the mat section because I am such a believer that other forms of movement are needed in order to balance the body. Same thing goes for those that are just doing pure bar or just running. I'm not saying anything bad about either the bar or running, but I am saying they should not be your sole form of movement. All right, so we understand that our movements need to be varied, yes? Let's switch gears and talk about something that has blown up like, whoa, since 2010. And that's Orange Theory. Taken directly from the OT website, Orange Theory is a heart rate-based hit total body group workout. And before I continue, I'm going to define what HIT is so that we are truly all on the same page. HIT stands for High Intensity Interval Training. You might also see this movement modality defined as High Intensity Intermittent Exercise or Sprint Interval Training. Either way, it is a cardiovascular exercise strategy alternating short periods of intense anaerobic exercise with less intense recovery periods. So to be clear, we are primarily working on strengthening the heart, which is not a bad thing by any means. It simply means with these exercises, we are worried about the Z heart rate, which is why OT has some pretty cool heart rate tracking tech awesome goodness things whenever you step into their gym. Let's keep diving in here. OT in particular is a circuit-based class. I cannot say how the at-home workouts have been with COVID, but when you walk into an Orange Theory gym, you will see three stations that you would use a treadmill station, a rowing station, and a floor station. In the floor station, you will see things like TRX, dumbbells, some benches, and maybe even a BOSU. With each class, you will spend some time at each station. With treadmill and rowing, you are doing just that. Running, or maybe walking, and rowing. Both are dope. Both are awesome forms of movement. Within the floor section, you will move through different programming subcategories, which are endurance, strength, power, and a mixture of all the three. So is endurance needed? Yes. Is power needed? Yep. Is a mixture of all the things needed? Yes. Oh, and the one I skipped over, is strength needed? Hell fucking yes. But here, my friends, is where I actually think OT lacks. 15 minutes of moving with some dumbbells is not going to fulfill all of your body's strength needs. Now, is this going to be the strongest strength section of the OT class? For sure. Will this station build muscle? It can. 
especially if you are starting out with fitness or if you are targeting some smaller muscle groups. However, if we are talking about strength that supports all forms of functional movements, not so much. And here is a prime example. An elderly woman who is unable to pick up something that is over 30 pounds off the ground. There are obviously many factors that go into this, but for this quick little podcast episode, I am going to relate this to the fact that Granny has never done a deadlift. And if she has, it was in a group fitness class, like Orange Theory, where she moved through some RDLs with, let's say, 10-pound dumbbells. Now, does Granny have any business deadlifting 305 for a set of three by herself after hours at the gym? (laughs) Hell no. Especially since she has probably never touched a barbell because society is fucking whack and has told her for 50 plus years that she has no business lifting weights. (laughs) And because of this, she does not have enough body strength to support herself throughout day-to-day activities. Before we continue, let me also clarify that I fully understand that no matter how many forms of functional compound movements grandma has ripped out like a badass motherfucker before in her past, she will lose strength, balance, coordination, and maybe a mixture of some other things over time. I understand this piece of the puzzle. Hence why I would most likely kick grandma away from that 305 bar. Because I would want her to be safe. And I also wouldn't want her to show me up because my chicken legs can't even lift that shit for one rep. However, I also believe in muscle memory, mind-muscle connection, and the old saying, practice makes perfect. If we begin to develop a strong foundation around functional compound movements at a younger age, our likeliness of holding onto strength, balance, and coordination is a lot more likely, aka our likeliness to be healthy longer will increase. And isn't that what we want, a long, healthy life? Now, to recap, again, I am not saying that things like yoga, running, Pure Bar, and Orange Theory are bad. I mean, I am Avs a huge fan of the yoga, and I actually throw on my running shoes for funsies. However, when I work out, I add in other movements. I regularly work on strengthening my body so that it can support me for a long-ass time. And to be quite honest, I also implement strength work Because feeling strong is one of the most empowering fucking feelings, and I truly wish every woman can connect to that dope-ass feeling. Before I let you go, I want to throw in one more thought for you. I understand that we either A, do not all currently have access to a gym because of the Rona, and B, have zero to little equipment at home. It sucks. It truly sucks. But this does not mean that strength conditioning has to be put on hold. You do not have to, as one of my awesome Sky's the Limit yoga teachers so adequately described, jump around like a damn birthday clown 
to get your body moving and to build strength. When I program workouts via one-on-one TCY strength programming, we will work on a lot of single leg or arm movements to help intensify the load if you have little to no weight options or equipment. We will still add some high-intensity work because a strong heart is dabob.com. But we will also get you building strength as we move through squat, hinge, push, pull, and carry motions. We will also work together to help achieve your goals and to work around your modifications, such as past injuries. Sounds magical, don't you think? If you are interested in said magic, here's a lovely little thank you for being a podcast listener. Use the code POD10 for 10% off your first month of programming with yours truly. And please don't be shy. Slide into my DMs on the gram so I can answer any plus all questions that you have. The link to sign up plus all my Instagram deets can be found in the show notes. As always, if you have found any value, please go over to the show on Apple Podcast and give it a lovely little five-star review. Well, that's all I have for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, namaste and slay boothang.